Our top story comes up at 1 o'clock today. We will be carrying the press conference from the Chief Medical Officer of Health, Dr. Kieran Moore, live here. Uh, and we'll bring that to you, what he's got to say. It's been almost a month since we've heard from the good doctor. There was a time when I think people were like, enough with the press conferences. But we got this sixth wave underway. There's a lot of questions out there. And there's been a lot of demand to hear from the doctor. And so, well, you know, the doctor has said, well, I don't need to be giving these, you know, weekly press conferences anymore. But now we have, as I said, this sixth wave. And very disturbing uh, trends in terms of wastewater and also these reports that reinfection, now like 10% of people who even got Omicron, you know, the original Omicron in January are now susceptible to reinfection from BA2. So there's be questions about that. And of course, there are going to be questions about mask mandates as we are in this sixth wave. Should we reintroduce max mask mandates for indoor settings, perhaps for schools? Should we delay the lifting of mask mandates in uh, long-term care that's coming up? Should we do that? And I'm going to give you an opportunity to you for you to weigh in whether or not you think the doctor should do that. But to talk more about the communication behind all of this and what this is all doing to us as a community, as a society, as we try and navigate our way through this latest phase of the pandemic, I'm pleased to welcome to the program Dr. Shanna McDonald, who is Associate Professor of Communications at the University of Waterloo. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Well, so the message from health officials over the past couple of months is manage your own risk. Basically, you know, bring out your own abacus and try and figure out what your risk level is. What does that do to us uh, just as, as members of the public? Yeah, I think it's putting a lot of people in a tough spot because it sends this message of kind of you're on your own <laughs> um, to choose how you're going to do this. And if you're upholding things like masking or physical distancing, you don't have that support anymore to back you up to kind of like say, well, this is being sort of mandated from from people who know from from the experts. And it's I think you're right about bringing up the abacus idea because it's hard for us to manage our own risk assessments when we don't have clear communication on daily case counts, sites of outbreak, community spread. It's really, really hard for us at this moment to make our own decisions. Yeah. Meanwhile, the only thing we seem to be relying on wastewater. And then, you know, you can read three or four different studies as to whether or not wastewater is actually an effective way to gauge how widespread the pandemic is right now. And I think the other part of that is, is that for everyday citizens like you or me, we're not experts on any of this. And so how do we know? I mean, for some people, wastewater is a great wave. And I know a lot of uh, people in the medical profession that I know look at the wastewater. That's what they've always been looking at. Um, but then it's like, I wouldn't know how to read that. So this is why we kind of rely on these expert communicators to help us to manage the things that we can control, which is like choosing how we bring ourselves into community and how we keep ourselves safe. All right. Well, and then we have what I've often referred to over the course of the pandemic of as the Greek chorus, the, the chorus of doctors who are not actually on an advisory board, but they, they show up in the media each and every day. Dr. Bogosh, I'm thinking of, you know, and, and there's sort of talk about, well, should we bring mask, mask, masks back or shouldn't we? And, and meanwhile, the chief medical officer of health has decided to scale back his communications. What does that do to public trust? 
Yeah, I think it puts us in a really tough position because I mean, we we don't we've never really known where to put our attention because we have a lot of different messages coming out and sometimes they align and sometimes they don't. And this is a communication problem because we don't have a central comms, right? We don't have a central communication center that's saying, "Okay, here's some really digestible accessible information for the public." We're seeing kind of like open debate, which I think open debate is great, but also when we're trying to make our decisions, that's really really hard. So, you know, it's like, where do you put your faith? And do we also have time to be paying attention all the time to this? <laughs> Which is why when you have strong leadership that has strong communication, we're like, okay, I know I'm going to this place to get my update. And this is what I need to know. And it's kind of like... Um, serving the public as opposed to what's happening now, which is it's never really been coordinated. Does that make sense? It, yeah, it makes sense. Uh, do you think it's been a mistake by the chief medical officer of health to draw back on his weekly appearances? Yeah, I think that whether it sort of feels like information overload to us or not, we need stability and direction that the chief medical officer will will give us through those those updates because they become benchmarks or signposts of where things are going. And it also gives a chance for the public via journalists to ask the questions that are on all of our minds. And I think we need every bit of information at our disposal if we are in that manage your own risk scenario, like so that we do make the best decision for ourselves and our families. The, the one thing that concerns me, especially as we move towards June 2nd and the provincial election here, is the uh, the amount of times that we have si both sides, all sides, saying, you're playing politics. We have, you know, the Ontario NDP accusing the government of muzzling uh, Dr. Moore, for example. And, and what does all of that do to public trust in institutions? Yeah, I think that collapsing of public health conversations with politics is not good for anybody. Um, I think it turns people off of the conversation and especially the point that we need to focus on is how do we together as a society work with the constraints of a pandemic. It's when we put it into politics, it turns us all off. And I think even more dangerously, when we do that collapsing, we can also open ourselves up to sort of these grounds for mis and disinformation that gets so heated, especially on the internet. And so then we never have a clear sense of what's going on because we're caught up in all these other kinds of, you know, fighting. Um, and we know that the pandemic has brought out a lot of divisiveness in a lot of ways that we didn't anticipate. And so, you know, it would be better to have a united front and conversation as opposed to bringing this into that political, you know, posturing in advance of the election. I'm speaking with Dr. Shauna McDonald, who's a professor of communications at the University of Waterloo coming up at one o'clock today. The chief medical officer of health will talk. I wonder if you could put on two hats here, both as just a, you know, person riding out this pandemic like the rest of us. And also from your expertise in communications, what are you hoping that the doctor will say today? Um, I hope he'll address what's happening with the anticipated amount of cases that we are seeing in the wastewater, whether he thinks that is something that we need to be taking seriously as a community and what the possible measures would be, um, not as a manage your own risk scenario, but like giving us clear mandates about how we might want to help get out of this wave. All right. Uh, appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Please be well. Thank you. Take care.